T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I guess we could call it a welfare check every five every every day at 5 o'clock with Jeff Calkins. I guess we could call it that, but he's the columnist. At the Daily Memphian, also host the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on these airwaves. On Twitter, at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how are we doing? You rename it the Welfare Check with Jeff Calkins. Right. Yeah. It's good. You do usually start with how we're doing, so yes. it, it fits. Yes. Uh, I'm doing well, thanks. Just finished my John Morant column, and uh, it'll go up in just a little bit. There's been, and... been a lot of those columns lately. <laughs> it's funny because uh, right quite a be- quite a few because I, I really I, I I really I don't mean to just write exclusively John Morant, you know it's uh, but this will be four in the last week and the season's over um, and we don't get to talk to John Morant watch him play or anything else but but the truth of the matter is is that um, you know he's the biggest star in the city uh, sports or otherwise. And when, when the sheriff's office feels compelled to do a welfare check on John Morant, that is massive news. It is, it's funny, when I was on the national show, the, the show that comes on before mine in the morning, um, you know, I was explaining how big Jai is in Memphis. And I, and I hate the Elvis thing because we get Elvis too much. <laughs> but he really is the biggest star in the city since Elvis. And... Um, it would be as if, I mean, just imagine in the day you found out there was news that the, you know, the police did a welfare check on Elvis. It, it's the, you know, that's news. Yep. Um, and, and so, and it's, it's, it's massive news and you hope everything's fine. But yes, I therefore did after some reluctance and some thinking about what to say, I wrote a column about it. And uh, I don't want to spoil it, but I mean, what, what no, do you have I, to say? Yeah, I'm happy to. What, what do you happy have to, to say about? It? I mean, like, I, I just, 
I think this you can file this right under uh, sort of a continued lack of understanding of sort of the following he has and the position he's in. And I mean, if this was a a way to say he's leaving social media, I can I, I I don't understand how he didn't see how this could be misconstrued pretty substantially. I love you, mom. Love you, pops. Love you, baby girl. Bye. I mean, that's, uh, that's uh, it, it leaves a lot well, up for speculation it's, it's not, and thinking. It's, it's, let's be clear. Uh, w- without any personal knowledge of what he was actually thinking, that's not how you say goodbye to social media. Right, I like, agree. That, that's that's right preposterous. I, yes. I, 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 this morning, so all of this sort of, as I was preparing for my own show, this sort of broke, and and then I offered up to Jeffrey various options, whether he was – whether this was some signal that he thought that that he was just going to go to heading off to rehab, or whether it was a signal that he knew that the NBA punishment was coming down, or whether it was a signal that he was suicidal, or it was a signal that he was drunk, or a signal that he – I did offer as one of the options, or a signal that he was leaving social media, but I quickly dismissed it because that's – if you want – I actually don't think it's bad if you're leaving social media to tell social media you're leaving social media. Like, people do that. They say, I'm disgusted with Twitter and what it's become. I'm leaving social media. And you, you see that. And that's perfectly fine. It looks a little less ridiculous when you're back the next week, but still yes. fine. Um, but this isn't – you don't say goodbye, mom, on social – you don't say love you, mom, love you, dad – love you, baby girl, that's just not, not only, not only isn't it the right way to do it and not appreciating his role in social media or how it could be misconstrued, that's not what he was doing. I don't believe it that he was saying goodbye to social media um, because you don't, if he, if, he, if he wanted to just leave the last post, if he just had posted the last post, which was, Bye. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. That one it. is like, oh, you don't, yeah, you don't realize how that can be misconstrued. People think that's ominous, whatever else. But when you have it, follow, love your mom, love your dad, love your baby girl. Let's be honest. That's what people say when they are leaving the world, not when they are yeah. leaving social media. Yeah. And even if it wasn't that he was planning to leave the world. Um, it was just like he wanted people to think he was leaving the world or what, what, how, whatever version of that you want to come up with. I don't see any way to see what happened this morning as not – I don't see it, it – and, and there's a fine line between these things. You, you think the between, social media, him saying he's leaving social media, was a, a sort of cop-out excuse? Is that what I'm – if I'm reading yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I don't in that moment believe he was saying, I'm leaving social media. I th- here's what it is. It's just, just to me. It's a sign. Not, it's a sign of a troubled dude. That's what yeah. it is. I mean, I don't know how anyone can. And 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 that's what the sheriff's department thought it was. The reasonable way to interpret these messages is, Ja is troubled. Now you can argue, overly dramatic, selfish, whatever. If that, if you want to put that stuff in the the ways in which he's troubled, you can do that if you want. Whatever else, but I don't see how you can. In the context of all the other things that have happened, and now this has happened, I don't see how it is anything other than worrisome evidence that Ja is not doing well. You know, yeah. like that, that, that's, that's what this is. It, is. it is a cause 
And I don't, by the way, if I put on social media these things, I don't think the sheriff's department will be dropping it on me. Like they care more about John Morant. I'd give you a call. Then, I'll tell you. That. I'd give <laughs> then, you a call, Jeff. But, but it is evidence that he is not doing well. That's what that is, that's what it is. It's it's no matter how I, I don't I don't see how anyone could see it otherwise. It wasn't. Is it manipulative? Maybe, but and and intentional? Maybe, sure. But it's also not. It doesn't feel to me like. And again, this whole thing is weird because we're talking about someone's mental health. Yes. On, on the radio. On the other hand, he just tweeted goodbye to 9.7 million yes. people on Instagram. So it's not like we're. It, it would be naive to not talk about his mental health, given the sequence of things that is, has unfolded here. And um, so, unless it was some just big prank that he was pulling, like he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to really get everyone stirred up by doing this sort of jackass style. I just think it's further evidence um, that he's not doing well and further evidence um, that, that, that it's appropriate to worry about him. And, and to me, the other thing is it, it completely has helped me reframe the way I'm thinking about the discipline. We have been thinking, okay, what's the discipline going to be? Is it going to be 10 games? Is yep. it going to be 20 games? Is it going to be 15 games? When's it coming? What's it going to be? That's what we've been thinking about. Yep. And the truth of the matter is, I think what we should be thinking about, and certainly I think what they are thinking about, is how best to come up with the combination of consequences and support yes. to help one of the biggest, brightest stars that they have be the best version of himself. And not just like, this is this punishment, bam, how do we, but how do we get him from where he is right now, which is seems to be a troubled place to being the healthy star superstar that he can be. And I suspect that as Adam Silver is thinking about these things, it's not just like, well, okay, well, this punishment was 10 games and this was 20 games and this was 30 games. So I'm going to get my scale out and I'm going to say 22. I think he's, some of this is in addition to talking to the union and all that about what's appropriate I think some of it's trying to figure out how do we get him from here to there and how do we help him get from here to there? And I think that's appropriate. Yes. Um, it's, it, it's, it's hard to separate because it's like – Including it, consequences in that. Right, right. right. But, like, yeah, you don't want to be too heavy-handed is the point you're making as well. Like, if you're not going to help him cope with the actual problems he's having mentally. You don't want to just be heavy-handed and not help him. I'll just throw this out here. What if you said – I don't even know if this is a pro, if you can do this under collective bargaining. What if you said, um, Ja, here's the deal. Um, you're suspended indefinitely until we see progress. Right. So you're going to go off to a, you know, whatever, and then let's, you know, we want you to be better. And so we're not going to – if we suspend you for 10 games, then you say, okay, fine, that's a 10-game suspension, then you'll be back, or 20 games, then you'll be back. We are going to suspend you until we see evidence that you have made progress in dealing with your demons. And then we'll have another conversation. That doesn't help the Grizzlies, and I'm not sure they would do this. I'm just literally throwing this out as the problem with suspensions, and like the last one is you serve it, it's done, boom, done. And what they want for Ja, and I think what everyone wants for Ja, he's just such an extraordinary player. Yes. And, and honestly, such a joyful player. And in his best moments, 
He just seems like a great personality in his heart. You know, like it's, yes. it's so I think I, I, I don't know. I suspect that it's one of the things they're wrestling with is how do we help this dude? Cause I, and I think probably I, I, I am betting that today's uh, incident wasn't a cause for them to say, Oh, he was just signing off social media. Whew. Guess we don't have to put this one in the hopper of ways right. that he's bought. Right. No, they're saying, oh, my God, this is another thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, I, 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 I completely understand. It's just like it, 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 taking him at his word just on anything is kind of tough right now. It's hard for me not to fully take him at his word that this was his effort at trying to say goodbye from social media, but it just does not lend itself. None of the none of the posts lend itself to that, but if, if I am taking him at his word, uh, it, it just – and I, I know well, this to be true. I really do know this to be true. The self-awareness part of this thing, the social awareness part of, of, of where John Morant's at, and, and, and you can make a lot of excuses as to why uh, maybe his social awareness cues as a superstar in the NBA are not the way they, they should be, not a big recruit, um, 3,000 people in his hometown. You can make all those excuses, but the social awareness thing has to be figured out soon if, this, if I am taking him at his word. Uh I just don't believe that the problem here is that right. Ja doesn't know that he can create a stir. If you want to argue that he's manipulative and likes to create a stir, I'd almost think that's more believable. Listen, on the social media thing, just to take that part of it, um, if he is actually – like, first of all, this is at least the third time that he's talked about taking a break from social media. Like, he, yep. he is he, – after he came back – um, in that first interview he did, not the one with Jalen Rose, but with local media, he was asked about it. And he said, I'm done with that. And, and honestly, I interpreted it meant like I'm shutting down social media. That's not what it meant. I think it may, may know Instagram Live or something. I don't know what it meant. But it, he was clearly right back on social media. Yeah. Um, but then in his last press conference, the, the end of the season press conference, he, he talked about how much less social media he was doing and how great it was to have less jaw on the blog. Like the idea that he's leaving social media or uh, taking a break from social media is not some new idea. He has tried to do that or at least hinted at doing that or expressed some desire to do that multiple times before. If that is what he does, I, I, I'm not saying I, I, I think it would go, uh, it, it would certainly help uh, his, 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 his uh, struggles, it seems to me, and help him mentally. I mean, literally, it was yesterday that the Surgeon General issued an advisory about the ways that social media can damage young people. And, um, and it falls in the wake of, there's a long tradition of the Surgeon General, whether it's cigarettes, yeah. uh, whether it's obesity, whether it's uh, seat belts and, and drunk driving. Yes. Whether it's like the Surgeon General at various times has raised its hand and said, "Yo, this is a problem," and um, and and people might seem like it's just uh, you know uh, empty words, but the truth of the matter is, a lot of times, the Surgeon General doing this really does cause atten- call attention to a problem, whether it's cigarettes or drunk driving or whatever it else. And yesterday, the Surgeon General said. We don't know exactly the ways in which social media is damaging people, but we believe it's harmful to young people. And it's pretty clear that social media has not been John Morant's friend. Let's let's just put it that way. 
Yeah, we're so obsessed. We're so, I mean, and, and like when it comes down, he's been plugged in his whole life. He's been on social media since he was 10 or 11. I mean, he's never been been without it. He's probably always had a phone, always been connected to his friends. It's just, it's, it's, and, his he, and, he is addic- and he's clearly addicted. Like, yes. he can't, it's funny. Like, can but, you imagine if I have, what, 80,000 Twitter followers and I have, but if I have 24, if I have 20 people calling me an idiot over a column, like I try not to react like I once did. I try not to answer them all individually. I try not to get my my get you know get my hackles up. But like if twenty people are calling me an idiot, that bothers me. Yeah, but if you have he has a million people at one time calling him an idiot. And what's also very apparent about social media, I mean, just just it's it's honestly it's human nature. If you have five hundred people telling you're great and telling you you're great, and twenty people telling you you're you're bogus and you're the worst you're going to focus on the 20 that told you that uh, you're the uh, worst clearly true right yeah. so like i i but also like just but, but he didn't have 20 people he's got twenty thousand people he's turned himself into this is just true a joke yeah and um and that can't be easy like i, I really do think i don't think i don't know what and it's irresponsible to suggest i do know what what is going on in jaw's head but i think i can safely say that if he would put down social media for a year, not look at any of it, he'd be better off, as, as would probably most of us. Well, yeah, and uh, I, I got to bring this up now. Social media, mm-hmm. speaking of social media, we have a presidential candidate for the GOP going on social media spaces, on Twitter spaces, Ron DeSantis, and he just, I think he just announced he's running for president on social media. I know he's doing it on Good Twitter. Good God, man. I mean, it's just like the, amount, the obsession is insane. It's so unserious. Yeah, that's interesting in and of itself. Because, yeah, I know. Um, it's a complete subject switch, but it's just it's so unserious. But anyway, that's where we are. And um, and so I don't know. Like I, I, I asked people, because Jeffrey, and I understood this, like, like with anything, you can, you can go from, you can go from, all right, the first time I'm concerned, the second time I'm concerned, and at some point you just get to be exasperated. Right. You know, your, your patience runs out and it's, it seemed like to me, and I don't want to speak for him because I was, the question was, is this worrisome? And, yes. and Jeffrey was no. And I was, I don't say how you can not say it as worrisome. I think he was saying it's not worrisome because like, it's just the latest of job being dramatic. Right. And, and we've seen athletes be cryptic on social media. Right. But I would distinguish between LeBron being dramatic, hinting at retirement, yesterday that was purely to the extent you think it thought he was anyone thought he was being dramatic which i did that was uh uh lebron being dramatic and saying a little bit of look at me and wanting attention in a moment where he'd just gotten swept and it was manipulative and all of that but none of that caused me to worry about lebron james like he's fine he's healthy he's whatever he's being a little manipulative this, to me, even if we also say that Ja was, you know, being dramatic or whatever it was, it is, given the context, given everything, to me, hugely different. Because this was, this was look at me in a way that caused me to worry about him in a way, you know, that I would hopefully worry about anyone. But in particular, let's be honest, someone who is so important and has such a big role in the city of Memphis. Yep. I agree. I agree.
Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins, uh, daily Memphian columnist, also from the Jeff Calkins Show, nine to eleven. Uh, on 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 a lighter note, we do have Eastern Conference Finals. It's still going along. I was I was dreading an eight day hiatus, though. I don't know about you. I was definitely dreading the eight day hiatus if the Heat were able to get that sweep done. But the Celtics win, um, and I think uh, the overwhelming thought here is that. Uh, if anybody, <laughs> I shouldn't say overwhelming, not everybody, but a lot of people have said if there was ever going to be an 0-3 comeback, this, was, this would be the one because they're more talented and, and they've shown that throughout the year. Well, you can even see that from the betting markets. It's different than, a, than, than most 0-3 betting markets. And, and so, yeah, it, it does not, to me, feel inconceivable. You have two out of three games in Boston, even though Boston hasn't been great in Boston um, lately. Um, you, but you've got two out of three games in Boston. People, people thought before the series started that the Celtics might sweep or win in five, right? Right. So all they have to do now is win three straight games, and they won two straight against Philadelphia. We can certainly imagine them doing that. Obviously, you wouldn't predict it. So much of this series has come down to three-point shooting. Heading into last night's game, Miami was – shooting the hell out of the ball and Boston couldn't hit anything. And then last night it was reversed. Do I think there will come a game in the next three where the heat hit their threes and the Celtics don't? Yes. I think that will likely happen. And then the heat will advance, but I'm glad that there's a little bit of intrigue yes. here, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think more intrigue is the, the better. And, um, and I think I would vaguely prefer to see, Boston, Denver, then Miami, Denver. Eh, um, and yeah. so I don't think I'm overwhelmingly root, rooting for Boston, though. I don't think Boston. You are overwhelming, I know, or I, you I, are not. I, I don't think I wouldn't say I'm rooting for Boston. I'd probably root for the Heat, considering. I mean, I, I, I like I parody. Think I'd root for Boston, but I'm certainly I, I would absolutely root for a game seven. Yeah, yeah. If we could get there, that'd be fun. Yeah, the the sweep with the eight day hiatus would have been something, and I, I guess. Um, I guess it's sort of a rule with in the NHL and the NBA uh, in the conference finals. It has to be three zero. Have you have you noticed that? Knights up three zero. Panthers Panthers up three zero, and then Nuggets, of course, and and the Heat. So, golly, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Though we'll see what happens. Appreciate it though, Jeff. We'll uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. Bye. Thanks. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on Twitter. Columnist at the Daily Memphian. Also. From the Jeff Calkin Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, Oxbow is a family-owned and operated retail store that has been making waves in East Memphis for over a decade. They have some arrivals that you need to check out. Memphis-themed gifts and tees, vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, uh, hunting and outdoor uh, gifts and gear for the adventurous souls. There's two ways that you can go find Oxbow and shop. At Oxbow One, you can go to that two-story storefront, beautiful storefront, off of Poplar on June Road, behind the Amico Station. They have a crawfish truck on hand for you if you want to get some crawfish during crawfish season. Um, But you go to that storefront, pat Earl the dog on the head for me, give him a little pet, tell him Gabe sent you. Um, You'll you'll like you'll like everything you see in there. Uh, They have great gifts all over the place. You can get your Memphis Tigers favorites, your SEC favorites, Gentile, Free Fly. Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine. They have all of the good brands for you there. But also, if you want to get some of those uh, those the, the, those beautiful clothes, um, hunting gear, whatever it may be, if you want to get that online, they have an online shop too, shopoxbow.com. And I try to give back. I always tell you that I try to give back. And I'm going to give back right here 
Go to shopoxbow.com, and when you order on the site, use promo code THEGABESHOW. G-A-B-E, The Gabe Show, all one word, and you can get 20% off on their site. Again, shopoxbow.com, and when you go to check out The Gabe Show for 20% off your order. But also, um, I, I, I would really, and this is, I, I, Dylan makes fun of me. My guy Dylan over there, he makes fun of me for always pushing out Gentile. For the guys out there, get that Gentile apparel. Shorts, shirts, pants. It's so good. It fits well. Every size is great. Whether you're big like me, whether you're small, doesn't matter. Anything in between, it'll fit you right. I love that Genteel apparel, so get over there and check it out. But whether you're searching for that perfect outfit, unique gifts, vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, or hunting and outdoor essentials, local Oxbow has you covered. Shopoxbow.com. Put in my promo code, The Gabe Show, for 20% off, or get over to their storefront off Poplar on June Road. Behind the Amico Station. Shop local, shop local, I should say. Shop Oxbow. Now, we have NFL OTAs rolling along. There's some news notes that we have to get to. We'll do that on the other side right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. They keep trying to tell me here. All you want to do is use me. Whiskey lovers, I'm speaking to you right now. Make sure that if you hear my voice, you take yourself over to your favorite local retailer, your favorite liquor store, and you go get a bottle of Old Dominic Tennessee whiskey. Made right here in the heart of downtown Memphis. First whiskey to be distilled, barreled, aged, and bottled in Memphis since Prohibition. It's not Tennessee whiskey. It's Memphis whiskey. It's unto its own. It's made with maple, sugar, charcoal, distilling. So it's great for sipping. It's got a good aftertaste. It's really good for mixing. Um, Drink it on ice. Add a little water. However you want to enjoy it, you can enjoy it. And enjoy it while you're watching the NBA playoffs um, with whatever you're doing as we get into the weekend as well. Their uh, Tennessee whiskey is now available Memphis, all around Memphis, uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, other places as well. Make sure that you ask for it uh, and all of their great products. They have a lot of, a ton of great products, but at your favorite retailer, ask for it by name at your favorite locally owned restaurant. But don't stop there. Make sure you head on downtown to witness firsthand, firsthand what makes Old Dominic so damn special. Their state-of-the-art distillery. Great rooftop. Great bar. They make craft cocktails every single night. Join them for a tour and tasting. Finish up a night out in style with them. They have everything for you in an elevated yet relaxed atmosphere. Uh, if you want to get to a special event, check out a special event a schedule. Their weekends book up really quickly. But weddings, wedding receptions, they always have them there. And they're very, very fun. But there's also more. Old Dominic is the official spirit of the Memphis Grizzlies. Look for that Tennessee whiskey, all the great products. Inside of FedEx Forum at their two separate bar locations within FedEx Forum. Concert, uh, you're seeing a comedian, you're going for a game, check out those bar locations. You will not uh, regret it. Uh, OldDominic.com is where you can go check out that uh, event schedule, uh, schedule a tour and tasting, see all of their products. Old Dominic Distillery, come say hi. Before we hop into a little bit of NFL news, Jason Munns from the Commercial Appeal is reporting on the Memphis Tigers basketball 
ticket sales. And there's some interesting news there, down 25% year over year. Um, and, I mean, it really is a surprise considering Penny Hardaway uh, and what he has brought. It was a, a very good year last year. Kendrick Davis was exciting. DeAndre Williams was exciting. The team was rolling. You never really had a full doubt about them being a tournament team, and ultimately they got there, played FAU, and lost by one point. And FAU, of course, makes the run they did. It was was phenomenal to watch FAU do that. Um, But it's surprising in that fact. But when you do group it alongside the fact that the Grizzlies and how good they have been the past couple of years – There is some picking and choosing going on within the market right now. The Grizzlies are a growing, growing uh, uh, franchise within the city. They've been growing for a while, but you see the success they've had, the eyeballs that are on John Morant, how entertaining that team is night to night. You can see where some of the larger um, tickets, the the suites, the, the bigger accounts may shift toward the Grizzlies in coming years. I, I, I think it's surprising when you put it on the, on the sort of back of Penny Hardaway and what he means to the city. But when you look at the two teams that are dueling it out to, for ticket sales, it, it doesn't, it's, it's not overly ridiculous to think that the, the Grizzlies are stealing a lot away. Yeah, I saw Munns explaining it too. He kept t- telling people that a big part of it was people were having to choose between the Grizzlies and the Tigers. And then you saw people being like, no, I'm choosing my Tigers. And it's like, Okay. Well, others good. didn't. Yeah, but, but, it's like I good mean, for good. you. Yeah. yeah, it's like great. But like the Grizzlies also are either sold out or close to selling out for season tickets next year. So people have to decide. I mean, and it's a professional franchise yeah. in the city. I mean, it's it's just it's it's how the these se- things work at times. I love the Tigers with all my heart. I'm an alum there. The Grizzlies are the sexier product right now. They have the more star power right now. You also know what their team's going to look like right now. Like those things matter with ticket sales. Yes, they do. And last year you didn't know what the. To be fair to the Tigers, you knew what the roster was going to look like. When you talk about compelling products, professional out duels, college. Yeah, <laughs> that shouldn't be surprising. But I, I get where people could be a little bit taken aback, considering it's Penny Hardaway and how much he means to the city. But um, I, I, we'll see. We'll see how ticket sales go into next year. I'd imagine something sim. I mean, I don't know if it'll drop another twenty five percent, considering what was able to be accomplished for the Tigers this year. But the Grizzlies taking away ticket sales from the Tigers is something that I think is is something you can expect. It's right. Just, it's it's not that part of it's not the not the most surprising in the world. Now, on the NFL front, a couple of things that I have not got to catch up on. Thursday night football, this was earlier in the week, 24 to 8 vote for thir- weeks 13 to 17 on Thursday night football to be flexed. I <laughs> I've talked about this in the past, but the consumer of the NFL is never protected. Never. TV networks are <laughs> every single time if Roger Goodell has a chance to choose the money on TV contracts over his own consumer he will do it and the reason I say that if you're flexing Thursday night football games that are already scheduled people have to work around their own schedule to try to make those games if they reschedule from a Sunday to a Thursday or a Thursday to a Sunday you're not protecting the best interest of the people who are watching your product on hand but when it comes down to TV contracts and the money that needs to be made, we know what Roger Goodell is going to choose. And it's not surprising to me to see not just days later, the NFL owners are planning to extend Roger Goodell through 2027. He, he protects them monetarily. He's not a player's commissioner by any stretch of the imagination. The owners see that, and they're trying to make sure that he is, uh, he's going to have his reign for longer. 
Roger Goodell's job is to protect the shield and make King money. Raj. It, it it stinks though. It definitely yeah. does because, like you said, it's it puts the pressure and it puts the responsibility on the consumers. Where it, it's the it's backwards. It's backwards. But I also understand why it is. Uh, yeah, I mean it's money. I mean, but here's the thing. I there's an overwhelming amount of greed, right? Like that's the thing that that gets me. The NFL is not going to if they decide not to flex Thursday night football the way it's been. They're not going to lose a bunch of money. But they do gain a lot of money by doing it and boosting ratings for, for TV networks and the providers that they've sold the rights to. You know, I, I, it's just more money. You're not losing money. You're just not making more money if you don't flex, right? It's just that that's where I, I, I just get a little bit annoyed with. I understand why the decisions are made. And I, I still feel for the consumer every step of the way, even though we fall into the trap. I am the problem. <laughs> you know, I, I and Connor, you're pro- I continue to be the problem with the Peacock situation, right? Yeah. Giving it to a, a bad streamer, giving a $100 million contract to a bad streamer for a playoff game, you know, just to make $100 million extra dollars. That's not good for the consumer. And I will still watch. I'll still get onto Peacock to go check it out and feed the NFL beast. But. I see the I see the jig. I understand what's going on, but it doesn't mean that I uh, I I boycott or play against what's going yeah, on. I'm going to watch, but I'm going to have a frown. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch, but man, I'm mad. I'm mad at you. Yeah, yeah. Unless my fantasy team's doing good that weekend. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, now on some Tennessee Titans news. OTAs have started, and Kevin Byard, two-time All-Pro, first-team All-Pro, two-time Pro Bowler. Uh, one of the best safeties in the league over the past, uh, what is it? We're talking about seven seasons, really, since he's gotten into the league. Uh, a great draft pick by, by John Robinson there at the beginning of his tenure there. He's obviously gone. He's skipping OTAs because the Titans have asked him to take a pay cut. And I, the only thing I have to say to the Titans is sometimes it feels like you don't deserve nice things. When people give you, when, when players give you all that and more, on contracts, and you end up paying them uh, a certain amount of money, they expect that certain amount of money. I I saw what A.J. Brown did in a Titans uniform and the lack of respect they gave him on the back end. That was a frustrating situation. Kevin Byard, I understand you don't necessarily have a whole lot of hope with what you can accomplish going into next year, but Kevin Byard's been a mainstay. He has given you his all. Um, He has missed how many he hadn't missed games? He's played either 16 or 17 every single year of his career. And I mean, last two years, when he went up to 17 games, he played 17 of 17 in 2021, all pro, pro bowler. 2022, 17 of 17, 108 tackles. At some point, you have to just start treating your people correctly. I know you may be moving to a retooling, to a rebuilding, but you can't ask a guy who you have paid a big contract to, who has given you his all and outdone all the expectations you have set for him, you cannot tell him to step down in money and expect good results. It's, and we've seen this with the Titans. You're trying to cut corners. You're trying to get back to winning relatively soon. I understand that. And Rand Carthon does not have a trust necessarily built up with a guy like Kevin Byard like John Robinson did. Rand Carthon did not draft him. And Rand Carthen, of course, is the new GM of the Titans. But at the same time, 
you have to understand who does good by you and do good by them. Right. And that that is not this is not they are not doing good by Kevin Byer. Right. Like the ripple effect from this could eventually be something that the Titans don't want to deal with. Player relations matter, and the relationships that you have with them and how you treat them matter. They 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 ultimately do. And so far, to be honest, the new front office has been um, less than impressive. I would say. Well, I mean, but here's I'll 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 give the front office a little bit of grace and the fact that John Robinson, the way he's drafted the last two years, just miserable. Right. Like, I mean, you can't, you can't hide that. That is true. Um, And I guess, you know, Traylon Burke still has a chance to be a a mainstay and a good wide receiver in the, in the national football league. Um, And that was your first round pick uh, two years ago. But um, I, I think that they need a little bit of grace in the fact that they're taking over a situation that John Robinson had let go so awry. And you're sort of at the end of that competing window with Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, and all of the uh, Jeffrey Simmons, all these defensive pieces I think there's some grace that needs to be extended, but you run out of grace when you consistently sort of slap guys in the face that have helped you for a long time. But this is their first offseason. I don't think we need to make full-on just, statements just about— It seems like Kevin what, Byard's the wrong guy to yes, be like, hey. Yes, but we don't need to make full-on statements about Rand Carthon and the success he will have down the road. Maybe he can get it right. But it, it, it does not set a good precedent— when you show up your first off season and spit in the face of one of the best safeties you've had in, in <laughs> franchise history, I have to that that much is true, and I, I will I will lend that to you, Connor. I will say that much. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll accept. Yeah. Now, um, small talks on the way, and we we have uh, some Twitter spaces, some spicy Twitter spaces today that have to do with a presidential hopeful and Ron DeSantis for the GOP, and uh, He's going to run in 2024. He's announced that. But the Twitter space, is, is it behind us or is it still going on? Connor? It's, it's happening, right? Well, it's kind of happening right now. <laughs> We're ha- it's a- Technical difficulties on Twitter spaces? Is that what you're trying to tell me right it, now? It's, um, it's going exactly how we thought it would yeah. with uh, those two involved. I'll well, just say that. Well, uh, I'll give you my thoughts and small talk on the other side. 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. We only have one place to go with Small Talk today, and I saw this yesterday, last night on on New York Times. New York Times put out a report about Ron DeSantis and his announcement. It's not surprising that he's going to run for president in 2024 for the Republicans, but um, what is surprising about it is he's doing it right now. It seems to be wrapping up, Connor, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's getting close to there, I think. But Ron DeSantis is announcing right this second that he's going to run for president in 2024 on Twitter with Elon Musk via Twitter spaces. If you know anything about Twitter spaces, Twitter spaces are bugged out. I'll get to that in a second. But uh, I, <laughs> my first thought with this whole thing, like if you, if you just read through Ron DeSantis and what people say bad about him and the negatives about him, it seems like he's trying to outrun the imagery of being a bizarro, inhuman weirdo, right? Like, that's sort of the overwhelming thought for people that dissent to what he has to say and who he is as a person. So to outrun that and to, and honestly, he's playing into it, but he decides to use an online social media app to make the biggest announcement of his political career while he shares airtime with the poster child of bizarro Inhuman weirdos and Elon Musk, right? Like, I, I, I just that part of it, I am, I'm, I'm mind blown. Now, granted, Elon Musk is a rich, powerful, bizarro, inhuman weirdo, but regardless, right? Regardless. Now, 
also on Twitter Spaces, the fa- it's bugged out right now. I, I, from what I understand, they're having troubles with it that were very predictable, and there's no video. If you know what Twitter Spaces are, you go on. It's a big online chat room, and people just speak through their phone. It's the worst thing ever created on Twitter. Um, that's probably a hot take to some people, i got to say. But one, Twitter Spaces being bugged out is, is one part of it, and it's very niche. Like, not a lot of people really care to go on Twitter spaces. Like, normal uh, older voters are not going to be on Twitter spaces caring about your announcement there. And two, and I think this is the bigger point, if he thinks that he, he can uh, win against, you know, potentially Donald Trump. Two, you want to compete against him and his rallies and how many people are there and, like, the imagery behind that. And... At this point, it doesn't seem like he's visibly going to show that he has supporters. He's not going to be in front of supporters on a beach. Like, go to the go to the beach, have your supporters out there, for God's sake, and have news networks on hand so they can see that you have supporters, that people actually like you. I, like, this is not that complicated. But I, I think ultimately my take here, our political and, and presidential and how we vote and how we go about announcing and all this nonsense via social network, it's hilariously bad. We have an incredibly unserious political process in this country at this moment. This is not a surprise. I think everybody understands what I'm saying right here. But it has just gotten, we have devolved. We have devolved as a society, a political society, and this is just another step down that path. I am just... Good Lord. It feels like a TV show. It just, in, in the worst way. It feels like a sat- it, satire is what it feels yes, like. Yes, very much so. Very- <laughs> Twitter spaces, dude. Twitter spaces. Here's, someone did a, like a recap of some of the big moments so far. So far, uh, we've had several min- minutes of silence. Minutes of silence. <laughs> Ron DeSantis not understanding um, how to use Elon Twitter keeps spaces. clearing his throat. <laughs> he doesn't realize he's not muted. Um, he's all, Elon's also asking why it's not working. Also not muted while he's doing that. DeSantis keeps disappearing, and his audio apparently is not great. Now, some people are pointing he's out that— speaking through his phone. Of well, course the audio is not great. Some people are pointing out that it crashed because a lot of people are on it, which is very true. It has a huge falling right now, but some people are trying to spin that as his supporters are there. And it's like, I'm not sure everybody there is supporting him. <laughs> And, and the inevitable 13 and 14 year olds listen, that join the room. Well, it's like, listen, I don't want to give this man. They can't vote on you. I don't want to give this man any advice. You know, <laughs> people know probably where I lean. All I'm saying is, like, why you're not doing this on Fox News at a rally is crazy. It's insane. It makes no sense. Uh, so I did see he's probably going to be at the Four Seasons afterwards with supporters and donors and everything else. But how can, I mean, the visibility you get from being on Fox and CNN and announcing your deal in front of supporters saying, I'm going to run for president in 2024. Like that in itself is enough. Like to go this route shows a disconnect with the, the, the campaign managers, the people behind the scenes that are telling him that this is a good idea. It clearly shows me that the people behind his campaign are disconnected from reality. And that's as best as I can put he it. He seems like a GOP NPC robot. <laughs> like walking around like he was created in a lab. And they sent him out, and there's still some glitches. <laughs> I, I, oh, my gosh. It's, it's honestly, if this was a TV show, it would be good comedy. 
I mean, it is a TV show right now, and it's the best show on TV. Unfortunately, they wrote this. A, they wrote oh, this what God. a year ago, two years ago, and it's matching up a little bit too close. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's wild. No, um, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. He's wrapping up his Twitter Spaces. If you want to join, if you want to join in, and it'll crash the app altogether. But uh, we have plenty upcoming on the show. We'll get to the Blitz in the Blitz. I'll talk about AP Adrian Peterson, who says he has not officially hung it up. Uh, we'll talk about Pat McAfee and who he's going to have to step on to to get in at ESPN. But coming up next, bring on the Grizzlies radio voice, Eric Hasseltine, to talk about Ja, the Grizzlies, and the NBA playoffs as a whole right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.